Welcome to the Nourishing Amy podcast. I'm Amy Rankin. I am an emotional intelligence and life coach, a speaker, a creator, and a wellness chaser. I have created this podcast for you to learn habits, mindset changes, and get really actionable takeaways to find out who you are, what lights you up, how you can love yourself again, and how to live your best life. Give yourself the space to welcome in more self-care and confidence, reduce feelings like overwhelm and stress, and let's find your sparkle again. Are you ready? Let's do it. Hello, everybody. And yes, as promised, I have some exciting news. Well, actually, it's more so an exciting milestone that I totally missed. And I really want to celebrate it with you guys. So this is episode 28 this week. So that means that this podcast has been online for six months. Oh my God, six months. For me, this is such a huge milestone because I was so nervous to do this and I wanted to share this with you for a reason because it is such a good sign when you feel nervous and excited about something. And I know I've told you guys this before, but I want to know what you are holding yourself back from. It's been a few months since we thought about this last, so I really want you to dive deep because Things are always changing and we are always growing and there's always different stuff going on for us. So since the last time you asked yourself this question, what would you do if you weren't afraid? What has been coming up for you lately? Because I was so afraid to start this podcast. I was so nervous about what people were going to say and what people would think. And I just thought, fuck it. I am here on this earth to help people. I want to be able to reach as many people as I can. And whilst I love my coaching clients, there's the potential that if I did not start this podcast, that I would not be able to reach as many people as I could. I have gained clients from this podcast. I have gained friendships. I share beautiful messages with people every single week. And I would not have any of that if I didn't take the leap and just think, fuck it. I deserve more. So my question for you before we dive into this week's episode is what is holding you back? What would you do if you weren't afraid? And just show up for your life and do it. Take the first small step. Take the tiny step. Don't take the huge step that feels so far away and so unachievable. Take the small step first. Okay. Thank you so much for celebrating that with me. I was so excited. I don't know if you listened to my last episode on technology hacks, but I realized mid episode that I had been recording for six months and I was like, holy shit, this is so huge. But I also didn't want to interrupt in the middle of an episode to have this big celebration. So I appreciate each and every single one of you. And this is such a big deal for me. And I hope it's a big deal for you as well. Now, I am really excited about this episode because I received a question on Instagram and I really wanted to dive into it. And I was really excited 
when I got it because it actually gave me goosebumps and it took me back to a place that I hadn't thought about for a long time. And I've actually been doing some research on this so that I can help you in the best way possible. So I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to let you guys know what the question is, and then I am going to just totally riff on my perspective on this and what I think, and this is going to be all about self-love. This is all about self-compassion, and this is all about how you can love yourself more and feel like you are enough regardless of what anybody else thinks. So I received a question on Instagram. Hey, Amy, I love your podcast, but I have a question. I've had a lot of doors close on me this year. I can't seem to find a door that's open for me to enter. And I find myself going through waves and reminding myself that I am enough. I would love to hear your thoughts on doors closing with people. I've really tried, but they seem to be going nowhere. Is this the universe stepping in for us, stopping us and waiting for something else? I'm trying not to think why me all the time, but it's hard. Oh, beautiful girl. Thank you so much for getting in contact and sending this question through. And I think it's something that so many of us can relate to. It's that feeling that it may be rejection. It may be disappointment. It may be let down. But at the end of the day, all of these things come from setting expectations. And I know that we've discussed setting expectations before, so I want to look at this from a bit of a different perspective. I want to look at it from the perspective that you on your own, without anybody else or anything else in your life, are enough right now. Regardless of the things that you have in your life, regardless of the people that you have in your life, you are enough. And I'm going to be honest, it was really ironic because when I was first making my notes for this episode, I started to think, well, so I was explaining it as a self-love journey and the notes that I was making was along the lines that self-love is not a destination. It's not like one day we're finally going to be like, oh my God, I love myself. And every single day after that is just going to be this amazing like rainbows and butterflies and sunshine and oracle cards and crystals and incense and essential oils. And it's like we've reached the end of the rainbow. That is not what self-love is about. It is an endless and continuing journey. And ironically, when I was making my notes, I had a small sense of doubt come up after I was about halfway through. And I thought, who am I to be giving advice on this and to be talking about this on my podcast when, hell, I still have days that I feel like I'm not enough and I still question myself at times and I still wish that I looked different or acted differently in certain situations or said different things. Of course, I still doubt myself from time to time. And then I kind of had a bit of a laugh at myself and I thought, hello, that's exactly what the whole episode is about. It is not a destination. It is not about reaching this enlightened place. It is about exploring you and questioning regularly all the time. Am I happy? Does this person 
this place, this job, this situation that I'm in in my life, does this make me happy? And it can be from the biggest of things like relationships that you're in or relationships that you're searching or trying to be in from big things like that to the smallest of things like, do I actually want to go for a run today? Is that what my body is telling me that I want to do? Or do I want to actually do some yoga? Do I want to have eggs and avocado on toast for breakfast? Or would I prefer to have bacon and turkey or pancakes and chocolate chips? Whatever it is, I feel that as a society, we are losing our ability to touch base with ourselves because we're so used to thinking about what we should be doing, what everyone else's perspective is, what everyone else thinks or says we should be doing. But why does that matter so much to you? They're not living your life. They're not you. And the things that they're doing, yeah, maybe it does suit them. But what if they're feeling exactly the same as what you are? There's a very good chance that pretty much everyone that you come by in your life has had moments of feeling like they're not enough. And for me, that realization and that recognition of, you know, this person has been through hard times as well. That really helps me. I guess the next thing that I really wanted to touch on was that we waste our lives trying to convince people that we are worth loving or worth liking, whether that's in friendships, it might be at work, it might be family members, it might be romantic relationships. Stop wasting your life trying to convince people that you are worth loving. Because at the end of the day, if you don't love yourself, if you don't even like yourself, how do you expect other people to like you? Oh my gosh, can you hear Marco snoring in the background? Um, This episode is obviously not very exciting for Marco. I apologize if you can hear his extreme heavy, heavy breathing in the background. For those of you that don't know, Marco is my dog. (laughs) Um, why are we consistently convincing other people that we are worth choosing? You are worth choosing and your life is important enough. You are important enough to love yourself first. And I know that this can seem like a hard concept from time to time. Sometimes we feel like we've got it all down pat and we'll be getting dressed in the morning and we'll be having a really great day. We feel like, yeah, I've got this. I look fucking good today. I feel good. I've done my morning routine. I've washed my hair. I've shaved my legs. I'm out the door. I'm not wearing tracksuit pants. Anyone that saw my Instagram story on Sunday. (laughs) And We feel really good about ourselves. And in that moment or on that day, we feel like I've got this. I am enough and I do love myself and I am worth choosing. And you know what? Those days are fucking amazing. And more of those days will continue on. But it's also remembering that it's okay when you don't feel like that. And to be able to 
look deeper, dive deeper. Why in that moment do you feel like you're not enough? When those days do come around, when those moments do come around. And I really think it comes back to, again, that the most important, I mean, sorry, the most popular episode that I have ever had. Who are you? Because yes, you might be a mum, you might be a daughter, you might be a son, a friend, a cousin, but you are still you. Regardless of all of the labels that you have, you might work in the corporate industry, maybe you're a personal trainer, maybe you're in sales, you know, all of these things that we use to describe our skill sets that we have, the things that we do with our time and the way that we spend our time in our lives. Yes, you are all of those things, but you are still you underneath all of that. And I want you to love yourself enough to dedicate your energy to you. How much energy do you spend giving it out to other people or other things? You might be working overtime. You might be picking the kids up from school and dropping them off to sports and cooking dinners and doing the food shopping and Whatever the life stuff is that comes up for you, you love everybody else around you so much that you want to give so much of your energy to them. But how much of your energy are you dedicating to you? And have you actually thought about how you really feel lately? And have you honored that? Do you feel frustrated? Maybe you feel sad. Maybe you're exhausted. What comes up for you when you ask yourself that question? How have I been feeling lately? If I could pinpoint it in one or two main feelings, how do I feel? And respect that. Acknowledge that feeling that comes up for you. It might be a good feeling or something that we would label as good. It might be a bad feeling or something we would label as bad or something that we would prefer to move away from. And either one of those things is totally fine. It is so okay. If you ask yourself how you've been feeling and the answer is amazing, fantastic, happy, fulfilled, amazing, that is so great. I am so happy for you that you can feel those feelings and you can acknowledge those feelings. And the beautiful thing is that when you acknowledge those feelings, there's a good chance that they're going to continue to expand. But it's also being okay with the fact that those feelings are not going to be around forever. And that is also fine. There is nothing wrong with the other side of feelings coming up for you and feeling sad feeling frustrated, feeling exhausted and tired and like you need a rest. Right now, in this moment, you are too beautiful to feel like your sparkle is being dimmed, whether that is by you 
or whether that is by other people and other people's actions, you giving your energy out to other people, you are too beautiful for that. Your sparkle is inside of you, in your heart, shining out. And you guys, I know I sound really passionate about this and it's because I am. And I am so grateful that this question got asked because it helped me to get back to my why and why I do all of this, why every single client session that I have absolutely lights me up and why I'm so grateful to be able to do something like this podcast and share this because I know there is going to be at least one person that needs to hear this today. You have your sparkle within you at all times. And it is there for you to share with yourself and to share with the world. But what a shame that we dim that sparkle because we allow other people to make us feel less than, to make us feel unworthy. Take that responsibility back. In the famous words of Declan Edwards, no one can drive your car up the wall unless you give them the keys. No one can make you feel less than. No one can make you feel frustrated, annoyed, agitated, angry. You have the power to make yourself feel those emotions. But the beautiful thing about that is you also have the power to work through those emotions, to figure out why it actually is that you feel sad or frustrated, or annoyed, or exhausted? What are the actions that have led you to this feeling? So instead of, like you said in your question, I'm trying not to think, why me, all the time. And I know that it's so easy to default back to that and to really get down on yourself and feel hard about the things that have been going on, the relationships in your life that maybe aren't working out as you would like them to. Instead of putting that responsibility for the way that you feel and the feelings that you have, the emotions that you have coming up for you outside of you and putting them externally, and wishing that they were different, but feeling like you have no power to change them because it's so external. Why me? Is the universe just stopping us and making me wait for something else? Do not get me wrong. I am a big believer in the idea that the universe works in mysterious ways that we will never understand but do not give it the power to take control of the way that you feel. Do not give the universe the power to take control of your emotions. Instead of wondering why things aren't going the way that you had wished that they were, catch yourself on the expectations that you were setting on that relationship or that person. Catch the expectations that you set on the people around you and how you feel when those expectations don't get met. So that instead of wishing that people would do something differently, that they would act differently, they would say things differently, they would make you feel differently, 
what a beautiful thing to realize that you have the power. You cannot control what anybody else says. You cannot control what anybody else does. The only things that you can control that are within you to control is your thoughts, your feelings, your behaviors, and your physiology. Your thoughts, you can control your mind. You can control not necessarily the thoughts that you have, but you can control whether you decide to believe in those thoughts or whether you decide to get carried away with those thoughts. You can control your feelings. And I know at times it feels like you can't, but I'm pretty sure all of my coaching clients will tell you that I have taught them that they actually can. Your behaviors, your actions, the things that you do, the things that you say, and your physiology or your body, your body language, the way that you move your body, the way that you hold yourself, the way that you breathe. If the only things that you can control are within those four things in you, and you start to bring yourself back to the realization that you cannot control anybody else around you, you can't control anybody else's actions, you can't control anybody else's feelings, emotions, or thoughts, then what's the point in trying? What's the point in wishing that things were going to be different? Because if we wished that everything we wanted to change was different, we would spend our whole lives, we would wish our lives away. Instead of worrying that the universe is stopping you from something or waiting to bring something else into your life, create the life that you want. And as you are creating... As you are doing the things that light you up, that light your soul on fire, yes, the universe will deliver because you are ready and you are open. And I think this was one of the biggest, biggest wake up calls that I had to have moving from my previous relationship. I knew deep down inside that our relationship wasn't going to work, but I didn't want to admit it. I wanted to push through. I had fallen in love with the idea of love. I pushed away the things that I knew to be true within myself. I pushed away the things that my intuition was telling me. And I think that it is such a shame that we are so disconnected from our intuition and what we actually know to be true deep down in our heart. Stop settling. Don't settle for second best. Don't put up with shit. Don't pretend that somebody else's behavior is acceptable and okay if it's not. Because I am a living example that I lived through that for years. And I did settle. I did pretend that there was behavior that was acceptable and I created excuses around that behavior. And it got me absolutely nowhere. Instead of feeling sad when a relationship is ending that you thought had potential, 
that you realize there were expectations placed around and it's okay to realize that coming back to that idea that self-love is a journey exactly like I said at the start self-love is not a destination this is your journey of loving you and attracting the energy and the vibration of the people that you want in your life, the friendships you want in your life, the relationships that you want and that you deserve in your life. So instead of placing the responsibility of the way that you feel outside of you, go deeper. Can I do more for myself? Can I love myself more? Where do I not love myself right now? What limiting beliefs come up for me? Where do I stop myself short? How can I stop doing that? And how can I show myself more love, more appreciation, more gratitude? Because you are doing the best in your life that you can right now. And if it feels like everything else around you is not going your way, why would you make yourself feel like that as well? Why would you disempower yourself like that? Remember that everybody is doing the best with what they can, with the knowledge that they have, with the things that they have been through in their life previously. I don't think that anybody wakes up in the morning And thinks, I'm really going to fuck with this person today. I'm going to really fuck their day up. Don't we all wake up and just want to feel good? Aren't we all just doing our best to try and feel good and do what feels good for us every day? If you can see that in your life, you are waking up and you are thinking about yourself and what you need to do the things you need to get done for that day, what is going to make you happy, then you can see that the same can be said for everybody else around you. And unfortunately, sometimes that means that, yes, the people that we thought that were going to be in our lives forever may be on different paths. And maybe the things that are making them happy in that moment does not align with what makes you happy in that moment. And there is nothing wrong with that. It is not a bad thing for you to realize that you want more for your life. And like I said, I am so, so passionate about this. I feel this podcast episode in my blood, in my heart, in my bones, in my soul. I feel this episode and I feel this question because I get it. I have been there. This is what started my personal coaching journey. Feeling like I wasn't enough. Feeling like I needed to do more to excuse somebody else's behavior, to pretend that things were okay when they weren't, to pretend that I was happy when I wasn't, to try and push a relationship that ultimately was probably never going to work out from the start. Rather than doing what I knew was right for myself and for my life and wanting more for me, showing myself the love and the respect that I deserved to want more. 
And please don't think that that just has to do with romantic relationships. This can be any relationship in your life, especially friendships. Friendship is just another example of a romantic relationship in your life. It's a person that you've had in your life for probably a very long time. And maybe you might be on different paths and that's okay. It doesn't mean that you have to be on different paths for the rest of your life. And there is another podcast episode that you can listen to about friendships and when to let go or when to hold on. But remembering that if nobody else is getting up with the intention to ruin somebody else's day and that we are all just trying to do the best with what we can, then it gives you that space between the, the feelings and the thoughts that this person is not giving me what I want. They may not be giving you what they want, what you want, but they are giving you the best that they can in that moment. And sometimes that's not going to be good enough for you. Accept yourself first and stop searching outside of you for happiness. I know that feels hard sometimes and it seems like I just want this person to write back to my message or I just want them to return my phone call or watch my Snapchat or watch my Instagram story and you sit and you re-watch your Instagram stories to see who's seen it and to see if that person's replied or watched your story. But are you not only just hurting yourself continually by living that lifestyle? By searching outside of yourself for your happiness, you are never going to be happy. Stop comparing your life to what you think it should look like. To what you think somebody should be doing or where you think you should be in your relationship, in your friendships, in your work, in your social life. Stop comparing that to what it should look like and accept what it is right now. Because comparing to what it should look like, again, is just putting that expectation and that searching outside of you. Bring it back to the reality of what it is now. And if that is not good enough for you, ask yourself the question, what can I do to make this relationship good enough for me? Is there something within my thoughts, my feelings, my behaviors And my physiology that I can change, that I have the power to change to affect this relationship and to make a positive impact on this relationship. And I think even more important than all of this is to learn to love your own company. We are so easily distracted We have our phones, we have our iPads, we have our laptops, there's Netflix, there's Stan, there's streaming services coming out of our ears. There's TV shows, there's movies, there's podcasts, there's books, there's magazines. Anyone that we want to talk to, we can ring even if they're over on the other side of the world. We can video chat anybody. And do not get me wrong, technology is a beautiful thing. But when was the last time that you felt comfortable just being? Just being you with your own company, 
no music, no podcasts, no friends, no TV shows or movies, just you with your own mind. When you can get more comfortable with that, you can learn to love your own comfort, your own company and feel comfortable within yourself. You can really start to answer the questions like, does this person really make me feel good? Because if you're so used to searching externally and outside of yourself, and you're used to other things making you feel happy, like your favorite TV show, like your favorite song, like your favorite essential oil. It's not that I'm saying these things are bad, but are they masking your ability to actually know how you really feel? You're having a bad day. You come home, you put that essential oil on, you smell it and you feel good again. Have you actually dealt with what happened in that bad day that made you feel crappy? You've had a really overwhelming and stressful day. You come home, you put your favorite Netflix TV show on and you chill out. Have you actually dealt with why it is that you feel overwhelmed or stressed? Are you going to make any changes in your calendar so that you don't continue to feel overwhelmed and stressed? By coming back to you, you get more in tune with the way that you actually feel And you can be honest with yourself when asking yourself these questions. Does this person that is in my life make me feel good? And if the answer is no, then it's okay. It's not in my path to keep this person in my life right now. We spoke about the universe earlier. And I think that I really love to utilize the idea of the universe placing blessings or signs in our path. Something like making a coffee in the morning before you leave the house and then spilling your coffee on your shirt so you have to get changed. Yeah, that might be frustrating. But to me, that's a sign that I should not be on the road when I was going to leave in that moment. What are the signs that the universe is giving you that you are not paying attention to that this person should not be in your life? What are the behaviors that you are saying is acceptable when it's actually not, but you're masking it with Netflix, with your phone, with social media, with alcohol, with going out with friends, by playing with your children and pretending that everything's okay? If you continue to mask how you actually feel, you are going to forget how to recognize how you really feel. I say this nearly every episode, but you have your emotions for a reason. Your emotions are there to help you through life, to guide you through life. And your intuition is there right by your side to guide you on the path that you are supposed to be on to guide you away from the people that actually make you feel like shit, to push you towards the people that make you feel like sunlight, that make you feel like your sparkle is shining so brightly that you could light up a room with it. 
So instead of worrying about the doors closing with other people in your life, bring the responsibility back to you. Worry about what you can be doing to make yourself happy and love yourself first. Continue your self-love journey every single day. Ask yourself what you want or what you need that day to make you feel happy. What can you do for yourself today to feel good? And continue to ask yourself that question every single day for the rest of your life. Because you are the most important person in your life. If you liked this episode, I would love for you to screenshot and tag me on Instagram. You guys have no idea how much that absolutely makes my day. I get such a big smile on my face. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And I hope that you have gotten something from this episode. If you want to hang out more, you can search the Nourishing Amy podcast community in Facebook and come and join our group. We're talking all things life, love, overwhelm and everything in between. You can share your funny memes, your stories, and all of the life stuff. If you would like to get in contact with me, please don't hesitate to reach out and shoot me a message on Instagram. You can find me at Amy underscore Rankin. Last but not least, it really helps to support my podcast when you subscribe and leave a review on whatever app it is that you listen to this podcast on. I am just a little independent podcaster and every subscribe and review helps my podcast to be seen and heard by more people and to help more people get their sparkle back. Thank you again so much for being with me and have a fantastic day.